The countdown. Hey, everybody, welcome back. The countdown started, and I was mid sentence, but that's all right. We'll just get get, get same good content. Welcome back to the pod. Dad's talk sports. You know, classic dad fashion. We're not on a schedule, but we are here. It's Tuesday night. We got lots of things to talk about. I got a cold. Families all got a cold. You got you got some stories. What do you got? The driving range story. Horrific. Every. It doesn't matter race. I was going to say white dad, but black dad, Hispanic dad, Asian dad, any golfer has had this experience happen to them in their life. And it was horrific. Okay. Dramatic PTSD. It's gorgeous here. We're having a fantastic fall. Usually right around now is when it turns uh, south in Minnesota for the winter. But seven here tomorrow. It's been absolutely gorgeous. So, you know, work for myself, work from home. You know, snuck out for about a 2 p.m. afternoon driving range session the other day. Yes. And the last time, it's been about a week since I was hitting balls. And the last time I was flushing them, flushing them, flushing them. Yes. Absolutely in love with my gap wedge. I just warm Ooh. up with that puppy and it just feels good. So I go to the range. It's been about a week. First ball, horrific shank. Ooh. Okay. At this point, I'm like, okay. Like 270 degree angle off the club, like <laughs> at this point, I'm like, it's the first ball. I'm like, okay, back's a little tight. We're we're fine. Second ball, I'm like, okay, go through my keys. Shank. Okay, I'm like, oh, man, okay, whoa, whoa, what's going Move on here? From the right to the left pocket. Yeah, whatever we gotta do. Third ball, I'm like, okay, third ball. I literally go through everything. I'm like, boom, ass, back, all like the check marks. Do like check the hands on the way back. Okay. Shank. At this point, my heart no, is like. No, it's like. Did I lose it? Oh, dude. Panic. Wait, how home. many people are there? Mid- midday. What was the 2 p.m. crowd look like? There's a couple of senior citizens. It okay. Was, All right. Yeah. I see you didn't have like a gallery being like, hey, guy, come on. Take it easy on us. No joke. Okay. Fourth ball. Shank. Fifth ball. <laughs> Shank. absolute panic i didn't finish the bucket i like literally nine shots all shanks just drove home walked away what dude i was i don't want to swear on the podcast i don't want you know we're still trying to build our viewers up from six yeah yeah yeah. spend the audience but (laughs) dude and i'm sure every golfer has had this like happen to them in their life oh yeah Full-on panic. And then I get home, a couple hours pass, and my wife's talking to me about something. And it's actually, like, kind of serious. Like, about, like, I actually don't remember. But she was, like, talking about, like, something serious about, like, what's going on in her life. And, you know, some BS. And literally, literally, I felt like Brooks in the Netflix yeah. documentary. The like, whole time just... she's talking to me, she's truly opening her soul. And all I'm thinking about is, like, my wrist. Like, <laughs> where is my wrist on my golf oh, swing? My like she's talking and I am all I'm thinking about is my golf swing. Yeah. Like oh, what yeah. is going on? Couple oh. days I, I ended up like the following day I was going <laughs> slow, figured some things out, had another session that was fine. So I don't want anyone to be concerned. It was just one of those it oh. just snowballed on me, panic set in. Uh, horrific. Dude. I mean, we're going to go a little like inside inside uh, stories here, but 
back when we used to play campus golf, right? Totally had to adjust the swing to hit the hard tennis ball and drive it through the quad, right? I remember distinctly going and playing like the first round of golf after we did a bunch of that. And it was like shanks all over the place at two tees. And I was like, to like ruin ruin myself because I've got this like field hockey swing now from hitting this uh this tennis ball against like the deke sidewalls like but no no uh your, your story about um uh like just think about your golf swing we had our i played in like our club championships for the first time and like you know when you're playing with the guys you hit some bad ones you you know teed up again again like, like this was full-on like stroke play every stroke counts and like yeah, you're cutting I, everything I out in, I was like a, like a three over through 10 or something like that, like doing like really well. And then all of a sudden par five, I'm like, okay, birdie gets right back in this thing. Just 50 yard hook down left into the garbage. And I was like, where the hell did that come from? Blew up, shot like 50 on the back. And the rest of the day, like I wasn't there. I was not mentally present. I was on the back nine being like, where did my swing go? Like, I know yeah. you're talking to me, but I'm not here. I'm like, what happened on the course? And will it ever come back? So yeah, that's there, why man. I to share the story with you. Just panic. The drive home, I was not thinking about any world events. No, I was not thinking about the thirty-year interest rate. I was <laughs> just thinking about my golf swing, man. It's like, where did it go? It's, it's what right happened? There. Speaking well, of I'm golf, glad, I'm glad you're out there playing. I'm glad you're out there oh, playing, dude. I I I love it, man. I absolutely love it. I, I need to play more rounds. You know what I'm into? You're a, you're a highfalutin uh, country club guy. I am really into just A, going to the range, but B, I'm really into the nine-hole the nine hole par three. Oh, the little executive course? Love it. Little nine-hole par three. There's one right by me. It can, you can play that sucker in like an hour to 90 minutes. Yeah, we got one, we got one in to, town. You can have to pack at your, you know, you could just take a smaller a bag. Th- like three, four clubs. We got we got one where it maxes out at like 142 yards. Bring like pitching wedge, sand wedge, putter, and you just walk around 35 minutes. The most minutes, fun part for yeah. me is the iron shot into the green. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really a great putter, so it's just like – Yeah, let's, oh, it's just, let's... just good to be out there. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be like 70 degrees here this week, so I think it's going to be one of the, bat- the better uh, last days of the year here. So hopefully getting out on like Saturday or – Friday, so we'll see. You're gonna say how you're sick, and then when we started recording. Do you have anything to add? No, no. I, what I really have to add is I love this time of year because it is the one time of year where I eat all my candy. Oh. We got we Go had on. a little tr- a trunk or treat on Sunday to kick things off. We used our costumes from last year, frozen, obviously decorated the trunk. You know, snowflakes, yeah. the whole thing decked out. I get the, little little the candy. Uh, this was in the parking lot of the club. Then we've got oh. one for daycare on Friday. I think another one on Sunday for the town, and then Tuesday in the neighborhood. So like, this is the like full on Halloween week right now. I'm working with. I went into the garage before I started up. Got one of everything. I got Snickers, Kit Kat, Milky Way, Three Musketeers, Reese's, Twix. Uh, peanut M and M's and Skittles just to balance out with a little fruit. I'm not gonna eat them all right now, but you no, know, one of the, 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 the pretty award. Well, the sweaters into the gummies. 
Is that legal out there or what? Candy, candy. <laughs> like they got me like the worms and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, love the sour worms. I was going to bring a prop, but I forgot it. I don't want to get up. I was buying for trunk or treat uh, at our school yep. on Friday. So I, I went to the store and bought some to drop off at the school. Of course, snagged a few personal bags. <laughs> Reese's now has come out with a pretzel inside Reese's. Oh, this is a oh, phenomenal iteration. Oh, yeah, yeah, no Reese's different shapes and the the pretzels awesome. Like the heart shapes Valentine's Day. There's like a bat or something like that for Halloween. Like all into it. Twix, I'm into. I was going to say, I think the most underrated Halloween candy is Hit me. 100 grand. I see. I knew you would have a hot take. And and like the one hundred grand, it's a great candy bar. No, but I I'm, I'm, I knew you'd have a candy take. Well, it can't so. be, it can't. Be. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be Snickers or Kit Kat. I'm talking about the ones that never gets mentioned as a top five. Yeah, no, like like the the once a year candies, right? Yeah. Like I never see the uh, the mounds with the blue the blue box or whatever. Never see that except once a year. They throw it in the bag with all the good stuff. Hundred grand, same thing. Never see that around all year long. Then it shows up. Um, I always forget about the Three Musketeers. I love the Three Musketeers. I like Just the Three Musketeers. Oh, it's the best. I like it. the one candy that I don't like is Almond Joy. And like you're talking about the once a year thing. You know, you're on a road trip. You're at a gas station. You might snag a little Snickers for the road, or at least yeah. maybe just me. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's running into a gas station and like, you know what? I'm gonna snag an almond joy for the road. That's oh, that's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, like what do those guys do 364 days of the year? I remember my dad. Okay, used to rock <laughs> the peanut M and M sometime on the road trip, like in the cup holder. It's it's tough to beat. This is a really good product. I mean, there's just no two ways about it. They have like, a pretzel one now too, M and M's. Like I think it's a red red bag. It's like a pretzel. Ooh, pretty I good. I know dude. the uh, uh, the peanut or the peanut butter ones, also the Reese's. But all right, the the the, uh, the pretzels. I gotta look out for that. My kids are ten, eight, and eight. It is oh, that the is best time of the year. I'm in right prime. down the fairway. So my uh, I was gonna <laughs> stay home and hand out the candy. My wife was gonna take the twins. And Dorothy was going to go with three friends. They're in fifth grade, and they're just in our neighborhood. And we have, like, a huge development. That borderline, like, they don't even want to hang out on Halloween anymore. Well, it's I like, was hoping to let them just thing. go by themselves. They're, like, nerdy girls. They're friends. You know, very – all good girls. There's no mischief going on. But yep. one of the moms really wants a chaperone to be there. And somehow I think it's falling on me. So we're, we're a little nervous about that. Going to have to charge his dad tax. We just we just do the the table outside because we we're we're doing the walk around this year we've got what are we doing we're trolls do you guys watch the troll movies? No, I missed that one. Sorry, dude. Just right right generation behind you, and we got some great costumes uh, this yeah, year. So we're yeah. all walking around. We're going just right. all that takes one sixth grader to show up and take all of it, like I oh, did yeah. when I was. No, it, we, it's 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 complete chaos. But uh, the, the neighborhood does a really good, like, full family event and then walk around together. So we just, like, leave it out and, and just, a, you know, a little bit of trust factor around here. You're in Jersey and I'm in Minnesota, so I'm, I'm not as worried as you are. What's the egg, house getting egged odds in Jersey? I could see some Jersey shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the night before 
around the neighborhood, everyone like you get TP'd. And typically I think like the it's a small little neighborhood here and everyone kind of knows like who the families are, like what houses. The unwritten rule is you only do it to other kids that are in that same age range, right? So if you were in my neighborhood, totally cool if like me and my buddies are including you go and like douche your house and you douche my house. But like like the next door that has like the infant, like kind of off limits. So I'll get like a couple of like toilet rolls and like the front, but not full on egg. But yeah, like it'll be like, oh, hey, we're getting the McGee's tonight. And uh, and yeah, like those those houses get pounded pretty good. Now that I'm a homeowner. And I've been a homeowner for years, but as an adult, I'm just horrified at some of the actions that happened in my youth. Oh, my like, God. I'm just thinking of what we did. And I'm thinking here as a homeowner, if I was sitting down watching the game tonight and I, all of a sudden I just hear like my house getting pummeled with eggs, <laughs> I would be so livid and trying to find these kids to murder them. And I was I was that Dude. kid. <laughs> Dude, there were there were like three houses, like the ring, like not long lasting, but the ring and run. That was like our thing for like four years. And there were a couple houses that had like perfect. It was a long from the driveway, bunch of steps up to the front. And then a little like like a bush clip that you could jump off of. That was fun. You can then roll down the, the front yard. We did this one house like every weekend at 3 a.m. for like four years. <laughs> like <laughs> free camera. Like I would I would murder someone now. And like and like the we knew like their the the bedroom was right on the on the street. They would mill the renter, throw up, hey, stop it. And we would just <laughs> run down the street laughing our asses off. We'd be back next week. Oh, we used to do the same houses over and over again. We didn't even know the people. Yeah, no, or, no, had no idea, no idea. Just nice old couple. And then some jabroni <laughs> put up like one of those outdoor, like huge lights that would go off with a sensor. Oh, and that yeah, just yeah. triggered us more. So we oh, ended up like, oh yeah, no, they're, they're just asking, just asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. I was gonna my driving range story. I was gonna throw this take to you. Yeah. How much of a genius was Taylor Gooch to go to live? That guy cleared like thirty-five million in fourteen of forty million bucks. He's just like <laughs> not even like, counting sign-on bonus or anything. Just this year. Yeah, just just this year. Yeah, he's like dude, these guys. Event, dude. He's literally looking around, being like, "No, these guys are good at golf. If I just like play decent golf, I'm just gonna win all these tournaments." Yeah, they have a. They're top heavy. I I'm actually kind of quasi in on the live product. I'd like to see what they could do. I mean, Brooks and Bryson and DJ and Cam Smith are truly yeah. still still awesome. Yeah, I, I think that they. It's got some interesting aspects to it. Like I watched, I tuned in a little bit to the um, like the championship or whatever. I liked like match play, and there was like one on one. There was like uh, alternate shot. Like there was definitely something to that. Yeah, but the problem is like they they need to let go of all like the stupid things they leaned in on. I think to make it a good product, like they're like, okay, we're just gonna do everything opposite of the PGA. We're gonna wear shorts and we're gonna play music and we're like we're just gonna do all this douchey stuff. They'll be like, oh, we're not the PGA, we're this, and they just need to like cut a few of those things out. And like, if a guy's putting and it's a really big tournament and it's for like 
the $18 million team prize, like press pause on the music, like just on the tee shot, right? It's like, oh, it's on 18. This is very important. It's like, in the background. It's like, either a fun member guest atmosphere or tell me it's serious. Like they're trying to do both. I first didn't like the shotgun start, but now I do because I actually think it helps the broadcast because their broadcast is definitely more enjoyable than the PGA because they're just firing all over. Everyone's on the course at the same time. And it also negates if there is weather, everyone's playing in the same conditions. But I liked how Brooks was standing there, like heckling Bryson on that par three, like during the tournament. Yeah, just so like, that, that's, that's, not, that's not serious golf, right? That, you know, like, which is totally fine. But like, don't tell me that like these guys are trying to launch the 350. I don't care. Like, yeah. come on. It's perfect. He's like, yeah, we have to yeah. play it safe. Which, which is why I really think that like what they should have done in hindsight is like make the PGA Tour through the, the championship in August or whatever it is, and then make September through December this like more casual, like silly season with different formats, teams, make a big purse, like don't compete against each other, right? Like take out like the Zozo and the Sanderson, what all these other events are, like make those like fun, wacky team events, make it a sprint. It's two months, it's three months, whatever it is. Like it's an off season, but also like we're going to relax the rules. You know, we're going to play music. We're going to wear shorts. We're going to do all that kind of stuff. Like don't have it compete because it's like, it's very, two very different products. And, uh, and it's still like, it's still golf. It's not like, oh, hey, there's guys are making more birdies and stuff like that. It's like. Uh, well, that was like yeah, the PGA was in Japan. I was pitching the Friday to Monday during NFL. But why not do the Asian swing? I loved how, because the Asian times, it's, like, it's you know, starting at six in the morning here. I didn't catch any of that. I, I heard on a, on a boy, podcast that night that Morikawa like ran away with it. I had no idea. Yeah, Morikawa's the man. That's all yeah. I got. Um, but yeah, I just want to bring up Taylor Gooch clearing like thirty-five million for fourteen oh events. God. Brilliant, dude. Just like yeah, I mean he, and he's my got boy Bryson deal. won again. My boy Bryson hey. won again. That sixty to one's right. looking juicy. I'm gonna head. Right. He's already done forty to one. That's he's going off at twenty to one, and I'm hedging out at that point. Yeah, and, and and it's the same thing. It's with the like with the getting to the majors and the world ranking points and stuff like that. It's like like okay, just let go of the fact that you're going to do all these wacky things. And like, if you want to get the points, just make it a more serious competition. You get the points. Like they're like leaning in on like, Oh, Hey, everyone's over here. Like, so you got to give us, you know, points and less than the majors. Like, I don't know, like just make it four serious rounds and you'll be all good. Like don't lean in on the 54 hole nonsense. If that's really holding you back from like going to the masters. So um, it'll be I weird that like Gooch is like clearly playing really well. And like, what we'll to qualify for a couple of things next year? Well, I don't know. The U.S. Open and the British Open, and then so he, didn't, he didn't try last year, right? Well, he kind of got screwed like, last okay. year because they they changed the qualification on him because he was qualified, and then they like removed him. They yeah, changed yeah, yeah. the rule, but he was the only guy that got eliminated, and then he only had like one more qualify a qualifying site left, and he so just, just failed. Showing up. Yeah, yeah. Not like you're a home club hosting an event. Exactly, man. He could show up to Canoebrook next year and uh, and give it the old college try. Shout out, Big Randy. Shout out, Big Randy. Course correcting. You almost teed off on 13 and got DQ'd. Oh, God. 
Well, let, what do you want to talk about, NFL? I got smoked, NFL. That was not a good week. I cleared the, the two-week skins, feeling alive, up on the season. Skins with two and a half points. Yeah, I heard, uh, three points, I heard the three stat points, that it was... Three oh, three. Got the full three. Oh, it was, yeah, it was full three, full three. I, it was tra- it was tracking to get the push in, at the worst-case scenario for the... Uh, I know you like that Broncos pick. No one saw that one coming. The Broncos. Oh, man. I just did not think they were going to start 0-4 at home. That was my big thing. And I, yeah. I'm not sold on the Packers. The, uh, the, the Packers, man, like, talk about, like, you know, you have this guy, Love, in, in the clubhouse for, like, three years, and you're like, yep, he's the guy. It's like, he is not the guy. But maybe so, I agree with that, but maybe LaFleur is not the guy either. It, it, it could be a combination. It's tough, right? It's like Brady Belichick, LaFleur, uh, Rodgers. Like, clearly it's a little bit of coach, a little bit of quarterback. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it, it could be him for sure. I'll give you the floor um, on your blocks before I talk about the Bills. I mean, it, it could be bad. We can't score any points. I mean, there's just how no about, doubt how about, about it. How about the game that happened first? The oh, it, it was that could carry over to that one too. Yeah, it was it was really painful to watch. I mean, it, it goes up quick seven seven, and then just an absolute pillow fight for the rest of the rest of the game. Um, we converted like half the thirds down third downs, but somehow like couldn't move the ball, couldn't score. The defense was keeping him in with all these random fun, uh, fumbles in the red zone, like punching yep. it out at the half yard line like three yeah, times. I texted you. I was like, "Is that a touchback?" Because we both took the Bucks in the contest. I know. Um, and then as soon as we got it back, it's like the forty-five second. If you're tied or like up one or two with forty-five seconds left, and you kick it off, like in today's NFL. That team is the opposing team scoring a, t- a field goal. I don't know half the time, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, they tied the game with forty-seven seconds. Like, okay, they're gonna lose. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, why even? Yeah. Why bother? Like, kicking the field goal should just gone for it on fourth because it's just too much time in today's NFL. It's three completions and then yeah. easy, easy, uh, easy win. So I watched very that disappointing. Game. I watched that game on the second screen because I had the Bills on, but I texted you. So the Evans touchdown was so easy. It was just so easy. go route and they hit him in stride. Yep. Why did they, they didn't run that play again the rest of the game? It's I don't it's very bizarre. I don't they, know. Uh, they're rolling more coverage over the top is what is what I heard in like the post game, but we just can't run the ball. And so like as soon as Baker like has to throw it, the other the other team just like tees off. Gets him out of the pocket a little bit. He's not the biggest guy. So, like, if you get some hands in his face, like, it looks like these guys are open. But it's like if there were a bunch of six five guys, like, in front of me, you're kind of doing a little hope and pray up over the top, you know? So, like, it looks great, but he, he's off by, like, five yards in these deep balls, like, a lot. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting one on, on Thursday. If, if they had won this game, I would have felt good just how the Bills are trending. But, like, unless it's a 10, 13, 10, something like that game, I don't see how the Bucks win. Yeah, this Thursday, I think uh, the Bills are going to make some changes and, and roll. I just don't – I think it's too quick of a turnaround. The Bills – I was going to say, the Bills, the and defense – Last week, they are supposed to roll last week. I tried, to sound the, I tried to sound the alarm in the previous things that I've been concerned. The defense is – Too many injuries. Against Mac Jones. The defense has lost four defensive starters. 
I will buy those excuses versus Philly, San Francisco, yeah. and uh, Miami and Kansas City. I'm not buying those excuses versus New England and Mac Jones. But the offense, sounding the alarm again, if you're watching yeah. on YouTube, free Josh Allen. They have scored one touchdown this season on their opening drive. That's a huge red flag. Yep. Number two, they scored two touchdowns in under three minutes against the Pats when they ran the two-minute drill hurry-up offense. Yes. They need to – Josh can't think. They need to just run that hurry-up offense, two-minute, yep. four-minute drill the whole time. They're overthinking yep. it. They got the governor on Josh Allen. They're trying to tell him not to run. This guy needs to run. He needs to feel a hit. He needs to jump over someone. If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. You live by the sword. You die by the sword. Year with all three, the injuries, records, yeah. With all the defensive injuries, we're only going to make a run in the playoffs if God mode <laughs> is activated. And God mode is activated when he's fucking a gunslinger, you know, taking yep. off, firing darts. Yeah. Unleash Josh Allen. Free Josh Allen. God mode. It's it's I think it's it's the same thing that happened with Baltimore the last couple weeks, right? Like beginning of the season, they were kind of bowing Lamar up, like, hey, don't get injured, like new new contract, all that stuff. It's like, no man, like they, they're good because they do all this, like, you know, he runs over a linebacker and he gets fired up, and like the offensive line gets fired up, and then like they roll from there. When he doesn't do that, it's not the same dynamic. And you can't play they don't seem to be able to impose their will on these like lesser teams unless he's doing that kind of stuff. He like plays up and down to the competition like it's crazy. Well, then it turns into too predictable where everyone in the world knows they're going to run that zone read. Yeah. It's uh it's not good. So we'll see. Knox is hurt. Kincaid I would like to see a big Kincaid game versus the Bucks. So we'll we'll see what happens. I'm sellers on the Bills winning the Super Bowl for sure. I I just I I don't see yeah. it. And I'm out on McDermott, man. Okay, this is year seven of Sean McDermott. He's been there for a while. Year seven. What yeah. have they done? Okay, they went to one title game, AFC title game. Yeah. Okay, then they had the 13-second loss. When yeah. What else do you want Josh Allen to do? He literally played a perfect game. He's had, so he had two go-ahead touchdown drives in under two minutes, and the defense yep. blew it. Yep. And then they, they laid the egg versus Cincinnati last year. I remember Marty Schottenheimer getting fired after going 14-2. and two. With San Diego. Yeah. Your boy Dungey getting fired and then the Gruden wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. The, it's like a couple personnel changes, like minor, with a little better health luck and a new uh, coordinator or head coach something, like could just bolt him back up a couple wins. Okay. But. I'll pose the question to you. McDermott, you're going to finish year seven. What happens? And he has a top five quarterback. What yep. happens if they make the playoffs, they win the wildcard game, then they lose the divisional? Okay, and then you're running it back. Obviously, he's not going to get fired, but then you're running it back next year, and then you underachieve next year in his eighth, eighth year. And by underachieve, like, if you have a top-five quarterback and you're in your eighth year and you're not making the conference title game or getting the one or two seed, you got to no, make there's it. there's like plateauing right here. Well, and especially with, uh, with the Dolphins playing so well, right? It's like, if you're not at least, like, running away with the division and then like having these heartbreakers in the playoffs, that's one thing. But if all of a sudden you have like this dynamic offense, explosive team in your division, that was supposed to be you guys. 
like you might have to bring in, swap out the defensive guy for an offensive guy just to like compete. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. They play Tampa, which should be winning. And then they're at Cincinnati, but Cincinnati is another team. Yeah. You know, did, did, did the league let them off the hook when they started slow? I mean, they, you know, they're, are they getting healthier? We'll see. It's, it's what they did last year too. I think when, didn't they start like two and four or something like that? Like a really slow start. And um, yeah, I think that, I think that might be a fact. It could be false, but it might be a fact as well. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking through the. Uh, give me your loser for the week. Besides our two teams. Yeah. I was, I was going to say it was Tampa. Um, I think like minor loser could be Miami. Right. Cause it was like, it, it was, everyone was putting up like, Hey, look at the Miami wins. And like, they're like so shitty like the quality of like the opponents have actually beaten. And, and then like it came true. Yeah. So like it, it, they could be one of these, remember like the Rams were a little bit like this when they had that, that awesome offense. Like if you just pop them in the mouth a little bit, like, is that really going to work in November, December, January? Right. If yeah. they're not at home and they have to go to cold weather, like if they have to go to Buffalo, right. Theoretically, Week two of the playoffs, or, or Cincinnati, Arrowhead, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Kansas City, Buffalo. I don't see Miami winning there. Be, besides, like, okay, so maybe if they go to LA or, or, or Jacksonville or Houston, or if Houston wins that division, and then they they have to go there, like that Saturday one p.m. game, like yeah, they win forty-two to seven. Right, but then the next week, if they have to go to Cincinnati or something like that, like you never know. So it, it's there's still a great watch, but um, I'd say minor. Like, what are they really? Um, I don't mind the, the the Detroit blowout. I don't think that's a reflection of their actual team. I think Baltimore could be like really scary going in like later in the season. Um, yeah. I, I feel like Harbaugh is another one of those guys. Right, he's been around forever. They're always kind of right around winning the division, losing the first round of the playoffs, like kind of being there. This is the year that he's got to like kind of go well, the next step. He won the Super Bowl though with Flacco. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Twenty fifteen? Probably even earlier than that, maybe. Yeah, that was... he's kind of like a Tomlin where he's he's there till he's oh, he's locked. But I I feel like he's due for like an actual run, um, and Lamar has to too. So. Yeah, if they're um, healthy, I, I agree with you. They're they're scary. The loser for uh, me, loser for me, is the Chargers. Just another no show, dude. They have too much talent. They're two and four now. I, I I took them five and a half, and it seemed like it was like kind of cruising. They're gonna trade touchdowns, then all of a sudden, like fourth quarter, just kind of breaks down. I was leaning Chargers, but then I just didn't. I was like, I'm. It was like, all right, I'm just gonna take the Eagles to win by a field goal at home versus. The- it was a, it was a cute pick. It, it yeah. was getting too cute. It was like, oh yeah, like they'll slide in and lose by three. It's like that's not a reason to take the team. Like they weren't gonna win that game. So yeah, that, that was a horrible pick. Horrible picks across the board for me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I could like, why don't they just fire that coach? Right. I think it's he's. Like, I, I think they have like mid season. Like what? What's what's the downside? Yeah, I think he, I think he's toast. I don't know when their buy is, but I think he's toast. Yeah, that's that's they a good point. Their buy actually, but um, he's toast after this year. You can't miss the playoffs. Just... Don't, 
Herbert has a great arm. I mean, I'm not saying he's a top 10 quarterback, but he's definitely, you know, a serviceable NFL quarterback. You can't be laying that many eggs with like an above average quarterback. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, look at the quarterback play like across the league. It's not great. He's definitely top 10 just based on like there's not that many good guys out there. Besides yeah. like the kind of like top five or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, he's that that coach is is not long for the seat. Um the for winner, sure. yeah, no. The winner for me was I agree with the Ravens. I think we're we're the winner of the week. They're and then, the team then Philly, like if Philly is just, I think Philly's just extended themselves as the class of the of the NFC Niners with all Especially those injuries. Niners, yeah. Niners again, the Brock Show kind of coming to a close here a little okay, bit. This is not an original thought. I saw it on Twitter, and someone was saying, "What if this Brock Purdy run?" It's just the NFL version of Linsanity. Right. No, yeah, it's it's like we we definitely talked about that like three weeks ago. It's like is he really this good? And Linsanity? I went to a Timberwolves game because Jeremy Lin was coming to Linsanity was the absolute best. (laughs) And and Carmelo Anthony just like could not just couldn't get over himself. He was like, he's like, no, like I don't care if everyone's having fun. I, I don't I'm not participating in this. And this guy's getting the last shots. Like, no, shut it down. Dude, it, it was, was so awesome. much fun. There was like 20, that 25 was Purdy. Yeah. Purdy. The, the thing with Purdy was like, there was nothing that he did that was like, oh, he's bigger, stronger, faster, quicker, better release, better reads, something like that. It was like, okay, Shanahan's obviously a really good coach putting a kid who's competent in the right positions. But like eventually the NFL is going to catch up, right? It's like the it's like the pitcher going through the, the lineup the second time around, right? Yeah. Like getting the hits the second time. The first time you saw him with that, you know, wind up, everyone yeah, saw yeah, the tyro ball or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, like was that Nomo? Nomo was the guy that turned his body. Oh yeah, yeah. Who's the gyro ball? Um, guy, right? I don't know. Comment down below if you you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Add to the comments who the gyro ball was. Um, well, yeah, it's the same, but yeah, no, I, I, I think I think second time through, which is it's that's the Lamar, the reverse Lamar Jackson, right? It, he's like sixteen and one against the NFC because it's like I don't know, never seen this guy before, and he's just like three steps faster than you expect, right? Yeah. So it's, it's the same thing there. It's like you know the AFC North has him twice a year, so they kind of understand what's happening. He goes over and plays the other conference once every three years, and they're like, "Holy shit, this guy's fucking fast!" Yeah, I so yeah, I think I would love to see Purdy just go down. Just fuck that. It was, yeah. it was too easy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Partially because like his his first start was mid last season against Brady when Brady was going back to uh, to San Francisco, and Brock was like was like. 18 for 24 touchdowns absolutely sliced him up and it was like just end tom brady's career like who the fuck is this kid so i'm rooting against him for that i do like san francisco because at least they had the stones just to cut take their loss on uh trey lance they draft that guy in the top five no but that was you know how many guys teams wouldn't like yeah they would still be trying to run him out there or yeah yeah, yeah. I, i like that it's like this is not no we we whiffed there I have a soft spot for like for John Lynch. Just knows what he's doing. He's just a leader of men. I love that guy. 
Oh, it's total non sequitur. But before I came on, I had the TV on. It was Lakers Nuggets. And Dion yeah, is there. Dion's there courtside with Travis Hunter. And they're like, Travis Hunter's like doing like a move on him. And Dion's there. And I'm just like, yeah, just and, and, uh, and Shador, right? I think yeah, it's, yeah, and, some of their it's, all, it's all above board now, but I'm like, imagine like <laughs> the the guys that ran the NCAA in the nineties oh saw what was going on now with like this like, star cornerback and the quarterback with the coach court side. Yeah. At the just, NBA game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Showing the glasses and the watch <laughs> are, are all for sale. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, just selling merch. Getting his glasses for Christmas, by the way, definitely. Oh, right, yeah, like, like you kind of have to, right? Yeah. The, the Dion's. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm watching I'm the game right now. About how much things have changed with those guys being courtside. So, I mean, like some of the best thirty for thirties were all about like those college scandals, right? Like the Pony Express one, the U one. It was all about like. Like college sports, Johnny Manziel. Part of the fun of it was like, was these guys that would like show up with like you know the gold Corvette in the eighties and be like, hey, you know, Dickerson, like, how'd you get that? Uh, My mom got it for me. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> shows up, shows up on, shows up with the Trans Am at like the high school. He's yeah, like, the, yeah, the Trans Am. That's that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, the gold Trans Am. Yeah, like that was like part of the fun. It was like skirting the system. And now it's just like, you know, you can all have your own, you know, product line. Allegedly, allegedly, um, don't need a defamation lawsuit with the way my finances are looking these days. But (laughs) (laughs) allegedly was driving around FSU in the uh, convertible. And I think his mom was like a cleaning lady, you know? Yeah, yeah. That was the best. I, I really hope that, like, I guess one good thing out of this NIL stuff would be if it like, you know, enough time passes five, 10 years and all of those guys start like spilling the beans on what it was really like, what they're really getting paid in the eighties. Cause like statute of limitations. Like, oh, yeah. I, I want, I want, I want, Dion, I want Dion to be like, okay, you guys want to know how it was? Let me tell you how it was. That guy over there gave me a check to that guy. Yeah. It's like, I want to hear like the real scoop. Shaq one time mentioned something. He's like statue of limitations. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I always uh, pictured it like the program. You know, they just get the handshake at the uh, alumni dinner. Oh, I love that. Let me, uh, let me take that from, take that off your hand until yeah. you see the light. <laughs> we might have to do a rewatchable. Totally oh. steal it. Oh man, just just watch it right there while we just do commentary during. Uh, that'd be a really good idea. I don't remember the word, so I don't want to butcher it. But my favorite scene, which I think is the most underrated, is when they're doing the film study, and he's like third and seven. Eagles oh, he's calling, calling out yeah. the defensive line. And yeah, they just start counts and he's just calling out the defensive calls. Yeah. Echo Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best. What else you got? I, I don't have anything else really to add for the NFL NFL week. Uh nothing more of the NFL. Oh, wanted what are your thoughts on the Michigan sign stealing scandal? Nothing burger. You think it's a nothing burger or like, or like you don't care that's happening? Uh, both. I, I think, okay. So this guy bought publicly available seats and then did some yeah. scouting. I, 
I, I, for the life of me, I don't understand why people are so up in arms with stealing signs. Like, I, I just don't get it. It's like, like we had, you had, you you had trying to steal the signs. The, the right. If, if you, if you're in the same place, then people are going to look and try to figure it out. Like that's not like rocket science, right? Like they all the watch Oregon, they also the all watch had, the, had the big, you know, the big, uh, under Chip Kelly, right? The big signs to do it, right? Like, so it's like, you, you have to disguise it. So obviously the only reason you're disguising it is because if you don't disguise it, people will hear. So like, there's already a cat and mouse game going on. So why would you not like record? I don't get why people don't just say like, hey, record it. We're going to change it anyway. Like, isn't that the whole point? Why are, A, why aren't you changing it anyways? B, if I know that you know, that you know my signs, wouldn't you yeah. use that game theory use it against you like holy yeah. crap he knows our signs we're gonna sign in this play and this should be open yeah like if 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 he's going in there and either recording or like sneaking into a practice right and is like oh hey this play when they call this play it's run like this that's one thing but if you're out there in like the public domain and like they're just playing a regular saturday game like i don't know it What's the difference between recording and just having like a guy being like, oh yeah, he did this and this and this, and then that means a throw. Like it's the same shit. So I, yeah. I don't understand why everyone's like, oh, science stealing scandal. It's like it's like what Portnoy's It's a, they're officially back when you start getting stories like this. It's the same thing with like Kansas basketball and Kentucky basketball. Yeah. The NCAA is not gonna do a thing this year. Like they don't want Michigan, the name brand Ray University, in the playoff. Yeah. If anything, it'll be a slap on the wrist. He'll miss like the Central Michigan game next year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like what are I we mean, doing? And the only kid that's gonna get burned is this like 25-year-old ex-Marine. <laughs> you know? Like, oh yeah, that graduate assistant's gotta go. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh. what's your name? Robbie Collins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, guy, the guy's gonna be fired. That's all that's gonna happen. This poor guy is gonna be gonna yeah. be fired. Makes makes the same amount as Harbaugh does in like a day. He's just Go, gonna get lost to the street. Your college football career is over. You're gonna be like, go run the spread yeah. offense at some high school in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, it's, a nothing, it's a nothing burger for me. Um, anything <laughs> leading up to this week for the week that's coming up? You know, I, I'm just I'm I was really excited about the Bucks game on Thursday at about twelve fifty five Eastern on Sunday. I am no longer as interested watching them go up and get get beat by seventeen on uh, on Thursday. Um, I got something for you. The game I'm it's going to be a weird one. Yeah, what, what's what's the game of the week here? No, this is not the game of the week. But I'm interested okay. to see if Carolina can do anything off the bye. Like, did, what did they switch up? Because they're playing Houston at home. Not saying they're going to win. But is Carolina going to show anything new? Or they, that it, line? It, it, it's three, Houston minus three. I'm just interested to see. Is two? No, I think they played. They, I don't know. Put me on the spot here. But regardless, I want to see what Carolina's doing off the bye. Did they? Is the OC calling plays now instead of Frank Reich? Is Bryce Young going to get anything going this year? I also have Arizona bye versus bye. I also have Arizona having the worst record plus two twenty. So I need need Oof. a Carolina win coming up here. Um, so that was one I thought yeah, would be. No. 
I, I, I'll mark this down right now. I'll, I'll, I'll be on Houston. Um, no doubt about it. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. Game of the week, game of the week, game of the week. Oh, there's New York on New York. That's going to be shitty. Um, yeah. I think Jags, uh, Steelers could be kind of cool to watch. And then uh, from – Cincy, San Fran, that's, that's a couple of names we just talked about. I think I think the whole – a weird week. I think the whole world is going to be on the Lions teaser down Monday night or any Moneyline parlay is going to roll into Monday night with the Lions at home off the loss versus the Raiders. Raiders. I mean, I, th- there's really some terrible quarterback play going on. We're already down to like second, third stringers in a bunch of scenarios. It's it's kind of ugly. There's like the I felt like a few weeks ago, it felt like there were a whole bunch of like playoff worthy teams. We're going to have at least one or two like bad teams in the playoffs in each conference. Like there's going to be like especially the NFC. Like, like there's there's going to be backup quarterbacks in there somehow. Oh yeah, but like the AFC, you got to figure the Bills or Bills and Dolphins will get in, and yep. then you'll figure it like it's probably a second team from the North, whether it's the Bengals or the Steelers, but then a seventh team will get in. Yeah, like the you know Steelers, I mean? have, like Mike Tomlin, he is the best coach. Yes, right. I agree. Like that's no what ma- I text, no text, text my high school friends about that. The thing really McDermott, is. McDermott has Josh Allen, and they're yeah. underachieving. Mike Tomlin is four and two, yeah, and they do not have a talented roster. Like no. they have a couple of good guys, but like he is getting so much more out of that team. They gut it out, right? Like fourth quarter tight game. You're like, yeah, Tomlin's gonna like he's got the edge, and their halftime adjustments, mm-hmm. their halftime adjustments versus some other teams. So. Yeah, I agree with that. And then um, that's all I got. I don't have anything else. If you're if anything podcast worthy, I don't want to go off the cuff. No, that's all I got. Um, we got game seven happening right now. Oh, Diamondbacks up 3-2 in the bottom of the sixth. Yeah. Interesting. Um, NBA starting up. So I guess we can have some NBA commentary. I am curious to see Wemby tomorrow. I don't know if you yeah. watched any of the preseason with him, but it's it's like it's nuts. I saw he was only minus one twenty five to win rookie of the year. Maybe maybe throw a little something on that. Yeah, because it's him and uh, because Chet, that other seven foot one guy from Gonzaga, is coming back, and so he's technically a a uh, a rookie. So I think he's the only other one that would like really compete with him. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm interested in tuning I, in for that. I like the NBA at this point. I pretty much just watch the uh, Barkley, Shaq, uh, Kenny, the Jet until football's oh. over. It's I, I I most yeah like I, I rarely tune in for like a whole game, but um, yeah, the uh, the midseason tournament. We we'll have to do some digging and see if that's actually uh, going to be interesting or not. I think that's a cool idea. I would like to see yeah. it turn into like how they take it seriously in Europe and soccer. Like having the league, they've got to do something about the regular season. Like, there's just a big disconnect between like what the point of the regular season is. Like, go and put on on a show for the fans. Michael Jordan, like, hey, they came to watch me play, so I'm going to play, kind of thing. There's like just none of that mentality from the top guys right now. It's like there needs to be more. There needs to be more rivalries where these guys hate each other. Everyone's friends. How how could you not? I mean, I was listening to um to Steph Curry on. 
on another pod and uh it was like oh you know like how long how much longer are you gonna play or whatever and my contracts you know got another two three years on it but this would be a big collective bargaining agreement in 2027 uh with like a new tv rights deal or whatever it's like in three years the top guys are gonna be clearing like easily 100 mil right and like what can you po- what how much feuding can you possibly have if it's 100 million against 100 million it's like hey man we fucking did it like <laughs> no injuries, all right. Let's let's have yeah. a good time after the after the game, right? Like how pissed off can we be? I might be calling the towel. I, I I don't know how much more salaries are going to go up. It's I mean like as long as they're getting fifty percent, and then the TV deals keep on going but up. I, but, but that's my point. I mean, I think the TV. I don't see the TV deals doing the numbers that they think they are. There's yeah. no way that these ratings are increasing. It's, it's, it's like, it's nuts. Cause you're definitely getting the, like, I think you're already over the tipping point of the football ratings though. It doesn't even come close to the football ratings, but go on. Yeah. The football guys got to spread out between 53 guys, it's 10 guys. And there's like four that you have to pay on a team. It's like, great. The salary cap is 200 million for like 11 guys. It's like, all right, a hundred to you, 75 to you. And then 15, 15, five, five, five. It's crazy. We can save it for another pod, but do, do you think another sport could could eventually move up? To what? Like, a, like, like, like a, do you think a new sport can can kind of eventually come in and take one of the top four spots, like a handball? Um, I mean, MLS has been trying to do that for a while, but that's probably always going to stay pretty nichey. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's I, like just. NFL just for the whole product just keeps on distancing itself just because yeah. of the scarcity, right? Like it's NFL at this point, I think NFL and college football are the only ones that are truly national and, and truly must watch, right? Like and, you, you're not missing the game. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm logging on to Prime Video on Thursday night. Yeah, I, like I will. I will find the game wherever it is because I gotta watch it. Everything else is totally, maybe this is a dad's perspective. I don't have much time, but like, I can't keep track of like eight games, regular season don't really matter anymore. Can't do NBA, it. NHL, MLB, they truly are just regional. Most people yeah. like, oh, I like the Twins. Networks, everything. And I'll, yep. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll follow the Twins, but you're not really like, oh, let me tune in for that Sunday Night Baseball Rangers Diamondbacks game. Not happening. I it's i mean even with like the the yankees and the and the socks when i see that like they used to be like oh great yankees socks i'm like i don't know like let me know yeah you know what happens yeah college football is the only thing that comes close yep all right well hey bills are gonna absolutely smoke the bucks there's just no way around it so congratulations early on the win i'm I'm well over 60 percent on the season which means I'm going to fly to Vegas in August, enter the contest for real with money, and go about 45% next year because yeah. I'm killing it, killing it this year. But we'll take it. One and four. Pride, yeah. pride means, means a lot. Pride means well, a lot. Congrats on the win this last week. Another uh, multi-skin week. And, uh, yeah, we've got to do better next week. All right. Let's end record. All right. See, ya. See you next time. Subscribe.